Hello, listener, and welcome to the Southern 7 Podcast. I'm Shauna Ryan, Community Outreach Coordinator for Southern 7 Health Department and Head Start. The Southern 7 Podcast is a service provided by Southern 7 Health Department to help you and your family live better and stay healthy. It is recorded at our main offices in Ullen, Illinois. Southern 7 Health Department and Head Start serves the lower seven counties of Illinois with public health clinic offices and Head Start centers in each of the counties we serve. If you like today's episode, please share it with a friend and make sure to check out our other podcasts on the Southern 7 app, on Spotify, and through our website at southern7.org. Well, listener, we're so glad you're taking time out of your busy day to be with us and to learn more about a topic that's affecting our nation's youth in a way that we've not seen in decades. Now, before we get started, I just want to simply state that the role of a public health department is to focus on disease prevention and to promote safe health practices. Our topic today is vaping and how Southern 7 Health Department is working with local schools and communities to reduce its health impact, all without judgment or ridicule but with sound health advice. So stay with us. We'll be back in less than 60 seconds. Southern 7 Health Department and Head Start. Making a difference in your community, one family at a time. Over the last few years, cancer prevention has progressed by leaps and bounds. And one way is through genetic cancer testing which is simply the process of looking for genetic mutations in your DNA to determine your risk for developing certain cancers. To find out if you qualify for genetic cancer testing through Southern 7 Health Department, visit southern7.org or call 6342297. Welcome back to the Southern 7 Podcast. I'm Shauna Ryan. Joining me today is Sydney Shelton. She is a health educator here at Southern 7 Health Department. Hi, Sydney. Thank you so much for being with me today and for doing the podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm excited. (laughs) Is this the first time you've done a podcast with us here? This is indeed my first time, but I remember when I was applying here, I listened to most of the podcasts (laughs) and I even told the person interviewing me, I'm like, yep, I need to be on one for sure. (laughs) Well, you are wonderful. You've helped us out on a lot of different activities that we've been on. You've done some some TV interviews with us. So yeah, this is right up your alley. So thank you so much yeah. for doing this with us today. Um, Cindy, we're going to be talking today about tobacco prevention. And we all know that uh, earlier this year, um, the state of Illinois passed the vaping ban inside public places. So we're going to talk about that here in just a little bit. But I, I want to um, have folks get you know, a little more comfortable and get more familiar with what we do here at Southern 7. So tell us about the tobacco prevention program here at the department. Yeah, so Southern 7 utilizes something called the Illinois Tobacco Quit Line. It's a partnership between Illinois Department of Public Health, the Tobacco Control Program, and the American Lung Association. Um, so basically what it does is it offers cessation services for all residents in Illinois, and it assists with all forms of tobacco, um, being chewed tobacco, cigarettes, e-cigarettes, and vapes. The best part about the quit line that I think um, all residents 13 years of age and older are eligible to receive counseling. So parental permission is no longer required for callers 13 to 17 years old. Okay, so when it comes to getting any assistance that that age group needs, I mean, what, what are we talking about there with them? 
they can be counseled by phone or online. Um, they can even do utilize the online chat that's on ITQL, but they don't get nicotine replacement therapy. So okay. that's only for ages 18 and up, and they have to um, make sure that you're not pregnant. So a lot of the NRTs that they use are patches, gum, the lozenges, um, an inhaler, nasal spray, and they also have some medications as mm-hmm. well, but those are usually for people 18 and up. So how do they know that the individual is under the age of 18? You have to send an ID in, so a okay. picture of your ID. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So there are some steps to confirm that this person is, in fact, yes. of age for additional services mm-hmm. and so on. Okay. Yeah. That's really good. Now, is this something that's available in, in more languages? I mean, is it available to, to various groups? Yeah. Um, they always have a... Sp- Spanish-speaking staff. They're always on site. Um, there are a lot of interpretation services for over 250-plus languages. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's even a telecommunication line for individuals that are deaf or hard of hearing um, if you call the, a certain number, which is 800-501-1068. Okay. All right. So this is something that is available to a wide range of individuals, ages, mm-hmm. and so on. Okay, that's wonderful. Yeah. Um, now, on, on top of the sessions and the chat rooms... Tell us a little bit about the nicotine replacement therapy and the non-nicotine medications that's offered through the quit line. Yeah. So the nicotine replacement therapies um, that are typically used are the, or the non-medic, non-nicotine medications are um, the bupropan and varincincline. Mm-hmm. Um, these can, we have to make sure that you're old enough to take these because they can in some way be harmful to younger individuals that are using it but half the time they really want to use more of the replacements for nicotine it's okay. the patches the gum um the lozenges and the inhaler and nasal spray okay great so there's a, a, again a lot of different therapies that are available for folks yeah depending on their need right so, yeah, yeah exactly and they're free that's the best part ah. yeah <laughs> so i think that's the best um great so do they have to have a prescription? Is this something they need to go through their doctor for? Yes. In some ways, I know they have different types of healthcare providers that they're in touch with and also just in general insurances. Uh-huh. So I know Medicare is one of the big ones that they automatically look for Medicare A or B and to see if you qualify for that. But if you qualify it under your insurance, like with your private doctor, then you'd have to get it prescribed by them. Okay. So tell us about the referral program that Southern Seven has with the other agencies, clinics, yeah. hospitals. Yeah. So How the referral program, it's really unique in a way that me and um, my boss, Natalie, that we get to hop on Zoom and we can train other facilities, healthcare facilities, to kind of learn how to re- refer their patients um, when needed. And so how that works is we get on, we we help them out, we give them all the instructions on how you do it. This is the kind of policy when it comes to it and this is what we can provide and we just recently did rural health but it's it's just really neat because like we can go through the itql and get a lot of resources that are available to them and help them out and this is available to anybody in the state of illinois correct yeah okay do you know if other states have a similar program where folks can get in I'm not, I'm not quite sure. Okay. I just l- really looked into Illinois for right okay. now. So they can. So if you're outside of Illinois, you can just contact maybe your local health department in your region and maybe they can direct you to where you need to go. Yeah, I would okay. say so. Okay. So let's talk a little bit about the e-cigarettes. And uh, again, for those that don't know, um, as of January 1, the state of Illinois did pass a ban 
on the use of e-cigarettes in indoor public spaces, as well as, and correct me if I'm wrong on this, within 15 feet of an entrance. So it's very similar to the cigarette ban as far as smoking inside. Is that right? Yeah, correct. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, we hear a lot about vaping in our region. And, and, you know, honestly, I don't see it a whole lot here. Um, I think probably in other parts of the state, we probably see it a little more often. Mm -hmm. But we do have it here. What are some things that the health department is doing to help families, help children? Tell us about the program there. Yeah, so Catch My Breath is a program that we do here um, among the education staff. We go into schools. We also um, give this curriculum to the teachers as well in order for them to maybe teach it later on or for for it to become a part of one of their yearly um, aspects of their curriculum. So what it is, is we come in, we show kids, hey, these are e-cigarettes. This is what it looks like watch out for them um we also let them know how dangerous it is that these big marketing companies are taking advantage of young adults minds they're specifically placing all of these marketing schemes on social medias that directly target young individuals so in their mind it makes sense but it it's sad it's really really sad so we go over the marketing scheme and then we kind of just look over what can I do to prevent this in my school? How can I help my classmates? And that's when we kind of utilize the um, quit line, Illinois quit line. Mm-hmm. And that's when our teachers are kind of educated on how to get that help for them. They know what the quit line is. Um, so that's the best part about it when we get to go into health classrooms is we're not only educating students, we're also educating the teachers and the staff that could really have an influence on it. Okay, so for people who aren't in that class, because I know mm-hmm. I'm not in that class. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, for someone who might not know or may want some more information, what are e-cigarettes? What What's the, the definition behind it as far as what, what classifies as an e-cigarette? Yeah, so I'll just give you like a clear definition that I give everybody. So an electronic cigarette, it's defined as any product containing or delivering nicotine or any other substance intended for human consumption. Um, it can be used by a person in any manner for the purpose of inhaling vapor or aerosol from the product. And so a lot of these, they can be in different many shapes and sizes. That's one of the other things that we educate on because a lot of them look like daily appliance uses. I mean, they can look like USB drives and you would never know unless you're educated on the subject. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because some of them look like little cartridges that you would hold or they they just come in different forms. and They do, and they yeah. come in fun shapes. So, I mean, all, all kids think, I'm like, hey, you know, this kind of looks like a fidget spinner or, you know. Oh yeah, so, I mean, it's just, it, you can definitely tell when you look at it as a large picture or whole picture that it is targeted to a demographic that is way too young to be inhaling anything like that or make conscious decisions about what they're putting into their body. Because one of the things that came about recently, again, tell me how mm-hmm. this works exactly, the flavors. I, I remember mm-hmm. when e-cigarettes became came around, there were different flavors. Are, are, is, has that been banned yet? What's happening there? I know recently that mint and all the other flavors such as like, I think it was mint and there was orange and, you know, just this fun flavors kind of distract the consumer by, hey, mm-hmm. you're not, you're inhaling something that's bad for you, but hey, we're going to make it taste good. So that's all right. But one of the main things is they got rid 
of the ones like the fruity the good flavors and that was just for the pods themselves that contained the nicotine Mm -hmm. so you have to buy the device and then you have to buy the nicotine pods separately so those are what has been only decreased as it can only be either tobacco flavor or menthol flavor the whole new thing that we're coming to terms with right now is disposables and these are yes (laughs) so these still have to be charged but they're not a pre-filled pod so they still have all the flavoring like you know bubble gum anything they could think of raspberry just everything that you would want so you can still have that flavor but it's going to be more money and it's going to be in a disposable device they can just throw away after. So it's like a one use kind of a Yeah, thing. it's it's like yeah, I think it has like over like 500 hits or something like that, I think. Mm-hmm. Um but for the most part, those are still, I mean, after mint and all the jewel pods and stuff like that kind of went out yeah. with with the ban, they're finding new ways. Well, and one of the things that you know, people thought, you know, it got all these flavors and everything's all nice and neat and you got this little package. Mm-hmm. It's got to be better for me. Right. And it's not, right? Yeah. Well, kids, I mean, kids often think when they think of vape, hey, I'm inhaling water vapor. Right. That's what I'm inhaling. Yeah. I'm only inhaling the flavor. I'm flim fla- I'm the good stuff. But you're not. And there's stuff, there's stories out there and myths out there that say, hey, you're just you're just inhaling water vapor but you're not you're in va- you're in- inhaling toxic chemicals and even tiny fragments of metal there's all kinds of different things and you're also um there's a brand of vape that i don't know if you've heard of uh-uh. it's another form of disposable vape you're inhaling formaldehyde okay listener we just want to take a moment and interject a point here rather quickly that Formaldehyde is not found in all e-cigarettes. So if you have any questions about a particular product, you can give us a call here at the health department. We'll be happy to help you find that information. But we just wanted to clarify that for you in case you had any questions. That is one of the most shocking things. And when I personally go and teach about tobacco or anything, I tell the kids, I said, would you want to inhale formaldehyde when that is used? for when you're on your deathbed like literally oh my gosh (laughs) yeah so it's (laughs) it's a lot to kind of think about all the things that these kids are inhaling into their bodies but they don't know all the facts so well and and, you know when vaping first started a lot of people were were using that as a replacement for cigarettes yeah thinking they weren't getting as much nicotine and all the other but that's not right no no and if you think about it with cigarettes if you wanted to smoke you had to have a lighter and a cigarette and maybe you even had to go outside to smoke it but with e-cigarettes all you have to do is charge it or maybe it becomes it's already charged and you can just smoke it right then and there it's effortless there's no harsh smell it's not going to stick in your clothes and your hair so when people think about it that it can't be that bad if there's mm-hmm. not all that smoke and smell but it's just convenient now to do that well and like you said it's a water vapor mm-hmm. so with vaping then when they exhale that and it gets on surfaces yes where a cigarette smoke it kind of permeates, yeah, mm-hmm. but it's not the same kind of a thing. Is is there a hazard to other people around you? Not just from the air, but from oh yeah, tabletops Abs- and whatnot. Absolutely, I think, and that's that's one of our main initiatives too, with going and trying to make public parks smoke free mm-hmm. and e-cigarette free, because it's just it's completely harmful to everyone and anyone around it. 
So, so babies that might be in your home mm-hmm. if you're vaping and you're and you're getting those particles on the table. Yeah, an infant can easily oh, adjust yeah. that. A- absolutely, absolutely, and it's an aerosol. Yeah, so it's already not good, but yeah, it's aerosol mist full of small particles, all kinds of heavy metals, nicotine, everything. So, okay. and when ingest from <laughs> small infants, it could yeah. lead to nicotine poisoning in the long run. So, oh my, yeah. Okay, well, we're going to stop scaring ourselves for a second here, because I have to admit, that's a little frightening. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and again, we're not degrading anybody for using this. This mm-hmm. is not the topic of this conversation. We don't want people to think, oh my goodness, we're just wanting you to have the information and know the facts, listener, to make sure that you're making the right decisions for you. So that that's why we are doing this today. Okay, when it comes to, to vaping in our region, and when I say our region, um, we're talking about the lower seven counties, Southern Illinois. Do we see vaping a lot? Are we seeing it in our schools quite a bit? Yeah. I know uh, when I first started here, which was about five, six months ago, I went to a lot of um, meetings at the schools, especially local schools and places where I am from personally. Mm-hmm. And all of the teachers and staff that were there, even superintendents, stressed how badly we need a vape curriculum and vape prevention how they need smoke detectors in the bathrooms vaping detectors it has been the utmost importance for them that is always the first thing that they state when we sit down um but we're definitely seeing just an increase overall in our region but you're not seeing it in a lot of the adults you think you would Um, we're seeing it more in kids and high school ages because that's who they're marketing to exactly yeah and plus as adults you know we've heard how bad cigarette smoke or smoking is for our health we've Mm -hmm. grown up with that so you've got a whole new generation of kids that while they really didn't grow up with cigarettes very much they are growing up with something totally new yeah and kind of exciting for them so yeah yeah, i mean it's all packaged nice and pretty and and what have you so they're just changing the narrative they're just changing (laughs) the narrative exactly so we talked about the hazards of 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 vaping versus smoking but let's let's kind of look at that for just a little bit how do you how do you compare smoking cigarettes with with vaping honestly as i i see them kind of as equals you do okay yeah and i kind of i see vaping more harmful just for the fact that and when it's so infuriating being a public health professional is this is so new we don't know the consequences we don't know what's going to happen we've seen what's happened with tobacco i mean that's i mean it it causes lung cancer and so we think Scientists do think that along the way, vaping is going to, we've certainly seen signs of it Mm -hmm. causing lung cancer, but in the long run, I think vaping is going to be much more dangerous. You're consuming such high levels of nicotine that not only is it addicting, but it kind of just takes over every ability, like in your mind, your neurons, kind of just, there's always something in the back of your mind, hey, we need that, we need that. And so I think that's, I think that's just kind of, and kind of puts you front and center with the hazard that we have right now and just the effects it has on a person. Because, you know, when we start, first started seeing vaping in Illinois, it seemed like right away we started seeing incidents of, of teenagers hospitalized, mm-hmm. uh, of, of succumbing to, to vape smoking. It mm-hmm. seems like it's happening faster yeah. But then again, it's affecting them, like you said, in very in other ways. You're in, yeah. you're inhaling particles, and you're mm-hmm. it you know it's causing pneumonia and, and other situations like that. So yeah, 
So yeah, it's something that, yeah, it's going to take a while for us to know those lasting effects of it. Yeah, I think so too. And especially like my age category, like I'm 23 years old. So Mm -hmm. I know when I went to school full of vapes, I mean, that's just something that it's kind of like a teddy bear, like a little kid going to class wanting to share what they have, something that's special to them. That's what people see my age or even younger than me say, hey, we have a vape, so we must be cool. Like, let's show it off a little. Like, I mean, and when you really think about it, it's kind of just more of a safety blanket to them. But in in the end, it's it's absolutely not so well it's you know we're <laughs> know. all about the new toys yes <laughs> you know, that's just kind of how we are as, as humans mm-hmm. we're all about the new toys and and the way it's been packaged yeah, kind of bigger and better yeah newer yeah different yeah. i've got it yes exactly okay so let's go back to the the quit line uh quickly but before we do that is there anything else you'd like to add about the program um any message maybe to to parents who are listening kids who are listening right now i would just say keep an eye out um there every single day there's something new out there and like shauna said we do want the bigger we want the better we want the newest toy but with that it doesn't mean better or safer Mm -hmm. because there's still so many things in daily life that we use every day but we know that they're not good for us so i would just say keep an eye out for e-cigarettes um just try not to it's they're so addictive i mean five percent nicotine that is just crazy to me but just keep an eye out for it since e-cigarettes are more obtainable i guess like you can get them faster and you can use them more often that that's why um e-cigarettes are worse than cigarettes and they're probably more concentrated yeah no 100 percent. you're not you're not smoking the the leaf yeah yeah it's in the cigarette Mm -hmm. the tobacco you're you're actually ingesting a vapor which can get into your system a lot quicker yeah and yeah and with the with the pods too you can get like a three percent or five percent nicotine percentage Uh I mean, everybody goes for the 5% because you want the highest, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> but that, I mean, in the end, and people think, hey, I'll just drop down to 5% so I can quit. That's not the case. It's always just going to be way more concentrated than you need it to be to eventually quit smoking. Okay, so. well, here's a, here's, a, here's a dumb Shauna question. No, okay. nothing's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> here, here it comes, people, and you can go, this woman's crazy. Okay, filters on a cigarette. Mm-hmm. So is there anything like that? on an e-cigarette or are they there's nothing like that so you're getting the full dose of everything yeah just as if you were Mm -hmm. smoking an unfiltered cigarette yeah i mean comparison comparison, you know how i mean yeah when i mean when you look at it yes that's exactly how i would see it because you're just you're straight inhaling i mean the coil it's all heated up it's all coming in and that's how it's turned into a vapor but you're inhaling all of that it's not going through any film it's not going through anything to kind of block out those harmful chemicals even though you know it, it's harm it's harmful anyway but yeah there's nothing blocking it so what about like the glass particles and stuff that you hear in them same thing is there yeah because they're so small that? yeah the small like yeah glass metal oh, yeah <laughs> okay. yeah all right well i'm just petrified right now anyway. i know yes <laughs> <laughs> but that's why we're doing this people <laughs> to scare me and everybody yeah. else no, i'm kidding um all right so real quick how can folks get in touch with the quick line what is that number again what do they need to know yeah so um if you want to get in touch with the illinois tobacco quit line 
Um, I would definitely give me a call or Southern 7 a call. Okay. Um, if you don't want to go through us, that's completely fine because I get it. People want to do it on their own. Um, you can call them by phone, which is 866-784-8937. And that is available from 7 to 11 um, daily. And then you can also do the online enrollment, and that's 24 hours a day, seven days a week, which is www.quityes.org. Or you can go on the online chat at um, the same website, www.quityes.org. Okay. And going back to that quit line number, um, it's also 866-QUIT-YES. So a lot of quit yes is there to help you get to where you need to be, Mm quityes.org, quityes. Uh, and so on okay well Sydney thank you so much for chatting with me mm-hmm. today this has been very eye-opening for me in a lot of kind of frightening ways but <laughs> it's good to have this information I know that our residents our folks our families are so grateful to have you out going in and being open mm-hmm. about this and, and making this conversation available is there anything else you'd like to share just for the safety of all of us if you are at a restaurant or a bar or a public area where you know there's no smoking or vaping go ahead and give a call to either your local health department or make um or just anywhere honestly just give a call and let us know because we can take those complaints and make a difference in your community right and they are anonymous they are anonymous absolutely you can put your name if you want to but you don't have to all right Well, Sydney, thanks again for coming in Mm -hmm. and talking with me. We're going to have you you back at another point just to kind of give an update Mm -hmm. on if there's anything new going on with vaping um, uh, or if anything changes within the state that we need to know about. We'll make sure that everybody gets that information. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for having me. Sure. Thanks a lot. All right, folks, we've been talking with Sydney Shelton. She is a health educator here at Southern 7 Health Department, and you have been listening to the Southern 7 Podcast. If you'd like to hear more of our podcast, you can download them through our Southern 7 app say that fast three times you can download them through the southern seven app you can also catch them on our website at southern7.org and you can also listen on spotify so make sure you check that out for all of us here at southern seven health department thanks for listening and have a great day